Pastor John Cannon and the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this message from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from Scripture would better equip you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join Pastor John as we study the Word together. notes if you will please take those out we're going to jump right into this message and talk to you a little bit about parenting and today we're going to talk about discipline and reward and I realize this is a very especially in our culture this is a very uh, controversial type of a study Uh, but I just want to share with you what God's word has to say about this and start unpacking it some here together. So before we do, and thank you, Dustin. He's not in here right now. I guess he's in children's church. Uh, but I appreciate him reading scripture today. And uh, the passage he read is in your notes, Hebrews 12 and Deuteronomy 30. And uh, we'll be looking at that here in just a moment. Uh, but I want to just try to help you and try to encourage you. I think there are, um, actually, before, let me, I don't want to get the cart before the horse here. Let's, let's pray and then I want to quote the principle and then we'll get started with this, okay? Father, thank you for our time together. Thank you for our church family. And there's so much taking place here at Victory Church with all the different ministries. And, and uh, Father, we just thank you for those that are leading those and for everyone that's participating. And uh, we ask that you continue to bless in all those endeavors. Thank you, Lord, for our children that are here and our children's ministry, our Awana ministry on Wednesday evening, children's church Sunday morning, VBS taking place. Lord, we do so much for our kids around here, and, and that's part of our mission, part of our vision. Not only loving you and loving each other, but also passing our faith to the next generation. And Lord, it is exciting to see that taking place on a weekly basis here at Victory Church. Uh, Lord, we ask now that you give us leadership and guidance, that you give us understanding, that you open our hearts and our minds and help us, Lord, to receive the Word of God today, the teaching from your Word, uh, and help us to glean. Help us, Lord, to just improve our parenting. And God, we've got some great parents here at Victory Church, and, uh, and we're not trying to scold anyone with this. We're just trying to throw out some biblical principles and nuggets that will help us improve our parenting. Uh, we ask you to bless in our time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you have your notes, and uh, leave that slide right there. If you have your notes, I did not build a slide for this, but I want you to look in the notes what the goal is. The goal for this week, and it's in your notes, it will not be on the slide. The goal for this week is to commit to a balanced, say the next three words with me, character building program. It's in your notes, it's not on the slide. Commit to a balanced character building program within your household and your family. Uh, guys, let me throw out something here. We're going to be talking about discipline. We're going to be talking about reward. But I want you to know that we discipline for a purpose, right? We discipline for a purpose. Everybody write that down. Get a hold of that. We discipline for a purpose. And I must ask you, what is the purpose? The purpose is to develop godly character and value in our children. That's the purpose of the discipline. Before I go any further and get into some of this, let me just say, you don't discipline because you've had a bad day at work. You don't discipline because your life may be on a 
downhill spiral. You don't discipline because you're tired and you're fatigued and you can't handle the stress anymore, right? I mean, you don't discipline as a way to express whatever it is that you're emotionally dealing with. You're disciplining for a purpose, right? And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. So here's the principle that I want you to get. Jot this down if you will, please. Children need training on how to respond to authority and to the circumstances in their life. So what we're doing whenever we are disciplined and raising our children, that we are helping them understand that they need training on how to respond to authority. And then also how to respond to the circumstances that are in their life. So it's up to us to help develop those skills and the, that character trait in the life of these children. Get it? If I say get it, you say got it. Get it? Good. Okay. So that's what we're doing. That's what this whole process is about called parenting. Now, here's something else I've discovered. You never stop parenting, right? You never stop parenting. Parenting will go through different phases, but you never stop. You're always engaged. You're always giving counsel and instructions. So as we kind of get started in this, let me share with you a couple scenarios and I want you to tell me how you would handle this situation. We'll just kind of shout out uh, some of the answers. Scenario number one. We, as parents, have a three-year-old daughter. We've never taken our three-year-old daughter to the grocery store, right? She, one of the spouse has always stayed home with her. We then decided to start taking her after three years old. After three years old now, she goes to the grocery store. She grabs every, she's a terror, by the way. She grabs everything off the shelves. You tell her to put it back. She says, no, I'm not going to put it back. You pull it out of her hand. She then jumps down on the floor and throws a temper tantrum. Now, this is a scenario. None of our victory kids would ever do this, okay? None of our kids would. It's always everybody else's kids that's doing this kind of stuff, right? So it's none of us, but this is the scenario, hypothetically, that I'm just laying out before us here. Your child is just pitching a tamper, tantrum fit there in the floor. You get her home. You kind of deal with it. The next week comes around. It's time to go to the store again. And you're taking your three-year-old daughter. And that has been her experience at the store. My question to you. How would you respond? What would you do about that? Throw out some answers. I couldn't hear you. Put them in the cart? I can't. I'm sorry. A trip to the restroom? Okay. Now you haven't left the house yet. You're getting ready to go. I just unpacked you the behavior that they've had. So you're still at home. What are you doing? Laying down some ground rules. Anybody else? Give them a little talk. There's an old song. Let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear us. Yeah, that's the kind of little talk we need to have with him, right? If you don't know Jesus, you're about ready to meet him if you do that again, right? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are nailing it. Yes, you lay down some rules and guidelines and some boundaries. Yes, you have a little talk with them. You have to let that child know what the expectations are, and then you have to inspect what you expect. So you've got to pay attention to the behavior that's taking place, 
And then there needs to be some consequences for decisions that are made. I, I told and by the way, I'm not a perfect parent. I, I try to tell you this. Every time I preach this series and this message, this topic, I'm not a perfect dad. I'm not a perfect husband. I'm not a perfect man. I don't claim to be. I'm just the one that God called to deliver the message. So I'm just trying to deliver the message here. But here's one of the things that we've always shared with our children and we share in life with everybody. You realize that you are 100% free to choose the behavior you want to have, the actions you want to do, the words you want to speak, and what you want to say. You realize that, right? You're 100% freedom to be able to choose whatever it is you want to choose in life. And that's true even for us as adults today, right? We have that freedom. We can do what we want to do. You realize none of you guys had to be here. I mean, I tell our staff around here all the time, you realize that everybody that comes in the doors of this church, they don't have to come here. You realize that parents and families that come here on Wednesday night and bring their, their children to our WANA program, they do not have to come. You understand that, right? Everybody chooses. So you're free to choose Every single day and make choices every single day. However, you are not free to choose the consequences of those choices and those decisions. The consequences are going to come as a direct result of the choice and the decision that you made. Now, that message can go into many different areas in life. So... Scenario number one, yes, we talk with the child before we take off. Scenario number two, let me share this one with you. You have a 10-year-old son. You have actually three kids in the family. You have a 10-year-old boy. The other two are girls. Mom and dad have sat down and they divvied up the responsibilities in the home. The 10-year-old boy's responsibility is every Tuesday morning, the trash runs. So every Monday evening, it's his job. All he has to do is go in the garage, get the canister, and roll it out to the curb. Monday night before he goes to bed, before he retires. Sometime he's got to do that. Okay? That's his responsibility, his job in the home. Well, he does it for a few weeks. And then all of a sudden you notice the trash was not picked up on Tuesday morning. And the reason being, you guessed it, the canister had not been rolled out to the curb on Monday evening. So mom and dad address little Johnny and they say, you know, what happened? Little Johnny said, well, I forgot. Okay, well, don't forget again. And they kind of correct him a little bit and, and verbally have a discussion with him. And he says, okay, the next Tuesday morning, now the trash is running over. It's not out at the curb. Little Johnny on Monday evening decided he did not want to take the garbage out. Tuesday, the trash does not get picked up. Mom and Dad then speak with little Johnny. Johnny, this is two weeks now in a row. The trash is not being taken out. What's the problem? Little Johnny looks up back up at you and he said, I am tired of doing all the work around this house. I am tired of that being my responsibility. I am not going to take this trash out any longer. What would you do? Send him to his room? Miss Diane, why don't you stand up and say real loud what you would do? I know what you're going to say. You go ahead and say it, girl. That's okay. I'm tired. I'm tired of feeding you. What else? Any other response? Wake him up at midnight the night before and make him take it out. Now, he's already missed it. He's looking up in you in total defiance. And he's told you as the parent, 
He's tired of these responsibilities. He's tired of taking out the trash. He's not going to do it any longer. Why don't you do it? That's what he just said. What's your response? Go pick your switch. How many grew up with that? How many had to go get your, your hickory or your, your switch? Yeah, I did. Now, how many made the same mistake that I did? You went out there and got some flimsy little something and brought it back. And you know that didn't fly, right? Right? You better bring back a good one. Matter of fact, my mom would always strip the leaves off of it and uh, get those off. She'd leave one or two at the end so they'd wrap around. And, right? right? Let me see if I can help you see the difference here. Two scenarios. One scenario, three-year-old girl throwing a temper tantrum at the grocery store. That's been her practice as of late. You're getting ready to go to the store again. And Carrie said it correct. You're going to lay down some boundaries. You're going to speak. You're going to share with her what the rules are. Scenario number two, you have a 10-year-old boy that's looked up in your face and challenged your authority said that I am not going to take it out any longer. I'm tired of doing all the responsibilities in this house. Somebody else needs to do it. Why don't you take it out if you want it taken out? I see you guys right now. I mean, you're getting angry, aren't you? I mean, as a parent, I see you guys going... I can see the expression. I wish you guys could see the expressions that I see on faces right now. Here's the difference. Two scenarios, but here's the difference I want you to see. One requires some correction and instruction in the area of discipline. The other requires discipline, maybe a pat on that honey, right? Because one, you're just laying down some boundaries of what you're expecting the child to act like when we go to the store. Her practice has been to throw a fit. Number two is pure defiance, looking up in your face and refusing to submit to the authority, right? So therefore, the discipline has got to be a little stronger here. My question is, why? Why? Why a little stronger here? You guys, you have the answers, but I just can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All these are right answers. I mean, the reason why I am going to discipline here, they're free to choose. They're not free to choose the consequences. One, I'm going to speak to and lay down the boundaries. The other now, I'm going to do five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to do a little countdown. I'm going to regain my composure. I'm going to try not to respond in anger here. But they just crossed a line of defiance, which if we as parents do not correct, then someone else will. And they're not going to care about your child near as much as you care about your child. Are you with me? We must teach these character issues to our children At a young age. Now, let me ask you, when do you start doing all this? You wait till they get old enough to kind of make up their own mind. I had a mother tell me one time, I was talking to her about, this is back in North Carolina. I was talking to her about, um, you know, bringing her children to church. And she told me this. She said, I don't want to push religion on my children. 
I'll wait till they get old enough to decide what faith they want to be involved with. Well, I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And so I asked her and I challenged her on that type of objective and that type of parenting. I said, do you give your child that same option come Monday morning when it's time to go to school? Well, no, they've got to go to school. So her, her, her theory in raising her children is completely flawed. Here's what I want you to understand. We discipline to build character, preferably godly character. And if we don't teach our children at a very, very young age how to respond to authority, then someone else is going to teach them that. And they may not be so caring about your child to teach them how to respond to authority. Are you with me? There's a lot of young adults that are in trouble today. A lot of teenagers that are, in, that are in trouble today because mom and dad checked out on parenting. All they want to do is be friends with their kids, right? It's not my job to be my children's friend. It's my job to be their dad. And it will always be my job to be their dad. Now, I have a great relationship with both my kids. And I feel like, yes, we are friends. And yes, we can hang out. And yes, we can do things together. However, I never relinquish my responsibility as a dad to build character and train my children up in the way that God would have us train them up. Right? So there are a couple of responses here. And I've got to get on with this. We're going to get way too long if I don't couple of things I want you to get. I mainly want to get, get your notes filled out here for you so you can have something to take home. So let me give you something else here. There's, I want you to see the big picture. And I, I, I hope I unpack that for you where you can see the big picture of, of, of discipline, right? Of what it is that we're doing. The correction and then even maybe the little bit harder, stricter physical discipline that may need to take place. The second thing I want you to see is that as parents, our job... Is to build character into our children. Our job is to build character into our children by training them. Is that not my next slide? I think I got a slide for this. As parents, our job is to build character in our children by training them how to respond to authority. Therefore, parents, here it is. You must be in agreement and do not undermine the authority one for another. Phil, I don't have that slide in there. You must be in agreement. So whenever you guys are, are laying out these scenarios and unpacking these and you're having the, the conversation about dealing with correction and you're having the discipline problem over here and you're getting a little bit more strict with that, I want you to know that as, as parents, you've got to be on the same page. Okay? You've got to be together with how you're going to do that. So therefore, it's going to require you as parents to determine and understand what your system is going to look like and what it's going to be. So it's important that we have a system. I think I do have a slide for that, Phil. It's important that we set up a system of discipline and rewards to be part of your plan for building character in your children. So my question to you is, what is your system? Have you built a system? Mom and dad, are you on the same page with the system? Because if the child sees any inconsistency between mom and dad, I promise you, he or she will exploit that. Are you with me? Even if when it's all going down, 
mom and dad may have a little bit different view on how they would handle that, you never address that in front of the child. Are you with me? Any discussions you have about how you're going to discipline your children needs to take place when it's just mom and dad or the parents together. Okay? Never have those discussions in front of those children. They are smart. They will figure it out. They will learn how to use that to their advantage. Right? So you got to be on the same page whenever you're moving forward here. Let's look at this verse of Scripture in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 7. And before I read this passage... Let me ask you this. When you think of discipline your children, what comes to mind? What's one of the first things that pops in your mind whenever you think about disciplining your children? Spanking? What? Time out? Somebody else says something. I can't hear it. Correcting bad behavior? Well, let's look and see what God's Word has to say. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7 and 11. 7 through 11. It says, Endure suffering as... As discipline, God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, which all receive, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we had natural fathers discipline us and we respected them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time based on what seemed good to them. But he does it for our benefit so that we can share his holiness. No discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it yields the fruit of peace and righteousness to those who have been trained by it. That passage of Scripture, what do you learn from that? Whenever you just read and unpack that, what's some things that you see in that passage of Scripture? Shout them out to me. We don't have time to discuss this openly and kind of do something like that, but just shout it out. What's some things you see in that passage of Scripture that jumps off the page to you? Anybody? I just I can't hear you. Shout it. We need to discipline our children. Why? Set a good example. So they know right from wrong? Yeah. Because it gives the illustration, your parents discipline you, therefore God is going to discipline you. Does God discipline us? Yes. You ever been put in time out by God? <laughs> My discipline has kind of been more extreme than that. You ever been behind the woodshed with God? And Him say, go get the hickory, right? Or the switch. Yeah. God disciplines us. And therefore, that's the example we should discipline our children. What if we don't discipline our children? What does Scripture teach us about that? I just read it to you. In verse number 8, if you have your Bibles open, throw eight, verse 8 on the screen. But if you are without discipline, which all you receive... Now, this is talking about God disciplining us. He said, if you're without it, then you're illegitimate children. You're not even sons. 
So the implication is, if these are your children, and we're talking about now in the parenting world of raising our children, if they're your children and you love them, let me just say this, even if you're a blended family now and, and you have a biological mother that's, that now is, has a stepdad on the scene or vice versa, you guys are still got to be on the same page about raising these children and disciplining them. Why? Because you love them, right? Scripture says if God doesn't discipline us, then we're not even his children. We're just illegitimate, illegitimate children, right? But we are his children, and he does discipline us. And we should be disciplining our children, really, for one reason, because we love them, right? What else does it say about discipline? Look at verse number 11. Throw that one up, if you will, please, Phil. No discipline seems enjoyable. Do you enjoy disciplining? No. Then I hate that. I enjoy laughter, and I enjoy having a good time, and I'm pretty easygoing. You won't see me kind of lose it real quick. I used to have a short temper way back in the day. But I've been behind the woodshed with God long enough now that he's lengthened that. So now I just don't fly off the chain like I used to fly off the chain way back in the day. I enjoy peace and harmony and laughter and everybody getting along and just having a good time. But there comes time when you have to discipline. And the question is, do we enjoy it at that time? No. However, I want you to look at that verse. What does it yield? Whenever we discipline our children, what's the, what's the outcome of that? Somebody read it to me. It's going to yield what? Fruit of peace and righteousness to those who have been what? Trained by it. So, in other words, to those who have received it, now there's going to be peace and righteousness in their life because they have been corrected. Guys, you realize every single one of us have been born in this world. This may be, I may have to spend two weeks on this because I am not getting very far in my notes right here. Guys, you realize that every single one of us are born sinners, right? Do you realize you do not have to train a child to be selfish? They're just naturally selfish, Right? Think about these babies that are born, these small babies and these infants. And when they're born early on, their hands are clenched as if they come in the world saying everything is mine, right? It's all about me. And they make sure you know it's all about them, like at 2 a.m. in the morning, right? When they're pitching a fit and screaming and carrying on and you got to get out of bed. And what's going on? And you think they're dying. All it is, they're just lying to you because all they do is get you out of bed. And then you go check on them and they just laugh. Right? There was really nothing wrong with that child. But as they grow older, more and more, we don't, we don't have to teach them, or we do have to teach them. We have to teach them to share. We have to teach them to say nice things. We have to teach them to be kind. We have to teach them not to lie and steal. We have to teach them not to hit and be abusive or a bully, right? Why? Because all of those are sinful traits. Every one of us have had to be taught these things. So as a parent, listen, as a parent, we teach our kids all kinds of stuff. We teach them as they get older. First of all, we get a little crayon book out with them and some crayons. And the first thing we're trying to teach are colors, right? And then we try to teach coloring in the lines. 
which I don't know that I'm a big fan of that anyway. I, I like to live life outside the box. But anyway, we'll, we'll teach right at this age in the lines, right? So we, we want to teach them to stay in the lines. and We want to teach them to tie their shoes, right? We want to teach them to feed themselves. How many of you mothers or dads were super, super excited when your baby finally learned how to hold the bottle? Right? You can free up a hand. Man, there's so much more stuff you can get done now because you taught your child now how to hold the bottle. I remember when our children were small and they're infants and not having to lug them around everywhere and carry them in, into everything. And I'm like, man, I'll be so glad when they can walk. Then all of a sudden they can walk. I'm like, woohoo, two hands free. We're walking in now, right? Of course, then I realized I'm in, in for something else. Now I'm having to run them down and follow them and track them. But my point is we teach our children these things. We teach them to recognize objects. We get the little puzzle out that has like four or five pieces to it and big, big wood pieces. And we teach them shapes and how to put them in there. Right. You guys have done this. Right. Come on, guys. You with me? We teach them all these things. But here's the mistake that I see some parents making. They're teaching them about all these objective things or these lessons, if you will. But, but we're not spending much time on the character development of that child, especially the godly character development of that child. So therefore, whenever we see some instruction needs to be given or some discipline needs to be given to help them have good, solid, moral, biblical character, we can't check out. Because it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable, right? But it's something we must do as parents. Here's something else we can't do. We can't turn a deaf ear to it and say, well, it's just a stage. They'll get out of it. No, they won't. If you don't correct it early, they may never get out of it. Are you with me? I just want you to see the importance of of discipline and why it is we're disciplining our children. Because we want to build character in them. Let's look at another passage of Scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 through 20. I love this passage. The Scripture says, See, today I have set before you life and prosperity, death and adversity. For I am commanding you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, to keep His commands, His statutes and ordinances, so that what? You may live and multiply, and the Lord your God may what? Bless you in the land you're entering to possess. But, now here comes, that's what he wants us to do. However, we're free to choose. Verse 17 now, but if your heart turns away and you do not listen, and you're led astray to bow to other gods and worship them, I tell you today that you will certainly perish And you will not live long in the land you're entering to possess across the Jordan. I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today. For I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your descendants live. Love the Lord your God. Obey him. Remain faithful to him. For he is your life. And he will prolong your life in the land the Lord swore to give your father Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Do you see here what God lays before us? And I realize this is what he's laying before the children of Israel as they're going into the promised land. And he gives them complete freedom to choose. He said, I've set before you life and prosperity, death and adversity. 
You make the choice what it is you want to choose. Right? The same thing applies to our children. They have the option to choose. But the consequences are going to come as a direct result. You want to prolong your life? You want, you want your children to have the blessings of God on their life? You want your children to live in, in prosperity and blessed? Then we must teach them the ways of the Lord. And we must be actively involved in building character in our children every single day. It's not okay for them to pick and choose whatever it is they want to do. We, at a young age, we're responsible for leading them to the right decision. Helping them see the difference between right and wrong. Molding and shaping that child at a very young age. Are you with me? Man, I've got three things. It's 10 to 12. Wow, I am too late probably to get started in this thing. So, maybe I need to come back next week and unpack these three because I just want to throw them out there. And, um, and not do them justice. But let me give you the first one. Because it's already been said. And I want you to write this down. And then I'll get the rest of it next week. Teach and set clear rules and boundaries for your children. Alright? Fill that blank in. Teach and set clear rules and boundaries for your children. Now, I want you to look on your sermon notes. And I'm going to be done right here. So... So, band, why don't you come on up? We'll we'll close out with a final song. I'm going to come back next week and finish this, okay? But here's what I want you to see. On the back, this is our D6 family project that I want you guys to start on. Two things I think it's very important that we as parents do. The first thing that's super important I shared on the very first message I Uh, talked about in this Parenting 101 series. Number one is establishing the core values of the home. We've got to know what those are. And I sent home a worksheet for you to work and kind of figure that out and set some core values in your home. It's very, very important that you do that. We've got to work off of our set of core values. What do we believe in? What does God's Word teach? What values are going to be the values of this home? We've got to establish that. Everything's going to, every decision is going to be based off of that. The second thing that we must do is we must establish the boundaries as far as the children are concerned. The rules, the regulations, the boundaries, the consequences of neglecting those, all of that. Those are two very important things that we've got to do as a parent. Establish the values of the home and then articulate and set out the, the, the rules and the boundaries for our, for our children. So they know. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of kids, and I've seen this, and I know you have as well. There's a lot of kids in this world. They, come, they even come in and out of our church. That sometimes we may look at them and you may look at them or others may look at them and think that 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 child is just so out of control. But really all that child is looking for is for someone to love them enough to let them know where the boundaries are. That's it. And as parents, all we've got to do is love our children enough to let them know where the boundaries are. Once they bump into it a time or two. They're not going to bump into it much longer 
Right? They don't want to, they don't want to cross that line. Because really, at the heart of children, they, they want your approval. They want your blessing. This is a whole other study. You can go back and read about the Abrahamic blessing. And you can go back and read that children just want our blessing. And to, to receive our blessing, then they're going to be taught our values. We're going to share with them where the boundaries are. And now we're going to build that character in them. And then we can lay our hands and bless them. Does that make sense? Are you with me? So, on the back of this, your goal is to start working through this. Now, this is pretty extensive. This is going to take some time. This will make a great date night for mom and dad. Just, or when the kids go to bed, sit up and talk about this. This is important stuff. There is a life at stake that God has placed in your care to raise them. All right? So I want you to work through this. So here's also one more thing I want you to do, and then we're going to have this song, and then we'll be dismissed. Everybody take out your connection card. And this is only for those that want to be a part of this. I just felt impressed with the Lord to do this this week, and I'm going to lay it out there to you, and whoever wants to be part of it, you can be part of it. But if you would, if you as a parent want to commit to being godly parents that set those core values in your home that articulate what the boundaries are in the home for your children. And by the way, grandparents ought to be just as much involved in this as the parents are. If we don't have any children, we should be just as much involved because part of our mission in life is reaching the next generation with, with the gospel, right? So we also always should be reaching down to the next generation. If you would like to be part, I want you to take out your connection card. I want you to put your name. I don't need your address, but first and last name. And I want you to write your email address on here, okay? A good email address where I can get in touch with you. And what I want to do, I want to build a group of parents that are kind of working through this thing together. And I want to be able to send some pointed, direct information just to this group of parents or individuals that that want to be part of this. Things that can help us along in establishing these core values and establishing these boundaries in the home. I run across material all the time that I think is fantastic. Man, everybody needs to hear this. Everybody needs to see this or whatever. And I'd love to get it to you as I research and study and, and just grow myself. And I want to build a, I want to build a group, if you will. Not necessarily a small group. We're not going to meet, but I want to build a um, virtual, <laughs> there you go, group through email or videos or different things that I could share with you that could help you in this journey of being a parent, okay? So if you'd like to be part of that, I want you to write your first and last name. I want you to give me just a good email address for you. And then this week, I'm going to establish and put together this group. And then I'm going to start sending you some things really just on this topic of parenting. Okay? So if you want to be part of that, I want you to fill out your connection card. When service is over, you can drop it in the receptacle in the foyer there. Uh, just drop it in there, if you will, please. We'll get those out, and we'll get this group formed. And I think it'll be a good support group for us all to be able to get some good material to you, okay? All right, so come back next week. I'll finish this message. Really, I bumped into it. I didn't even really dig into it. So uh, we'll jump into it more next week, okay? Everybody good? All right, let me pray for you, and then we'll stand together, and Jared will dismiss us in song. Father, thank you so much for your love for us and thank you for your word thank you for the the principles that are taught in your word on how we are to raise our children father i thank you lord for these parents that are here and every every individual that's here today lord i ask you to bless them as we work together to establish the values in our home and the boundaries for our children to live within 
Bless every family that's represented. We thank you, Lord, for our salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, thank you for joining us for this message from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360. That's 618-622-9360. Or you can email us at victory at victorychurchonline.net. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email or call or send a request to 715 Lake Point Center, Suite 109, Fallon, Illinois. 62269. Come and check us out on the web at www.victorychurchonline.net. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.